strange. 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 Juan. And it's time for Strange Wands with host Tom Cap from Strange Brew Podcast. And this is Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. Let's get strange. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. The fuck is up, bro? What is going on, man? <laughs> Rough Friday, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, for the listeners, we're recording on uh, Friday, so happy Friday. Thank August God. August 21st, 4.35 p.m. Fuck Eastern yeah. Standard Time. And uh, yeah. I'm going to crack a beer. Whoops, that was a shitty crack on the mic. Uh, whoops, I'm spilling on myself. This is from Mash Paddle Brewery, which is actually in the city that I live. Uh, they're just kind of getting going. Like, they need to get a fucking better design for their can. It's just like a fucking sticker. See, look, it's just like a black can with like just a random <laughs> sticker on it. Um, but, like, their beer is actually pretty good, and they're local, and you can kind of go in and sit, like, and they'll fucking give you craft beers. But uh, you're not allowed to fucking sell beer without food. So, I don't know. They'll probably just give you peanuts or some shit. What, in Canada you're not? Legally, yeah. You're not allowed to uh, sell booze unless you have food out. So bars will literally just have peanuts on the table, and that's good enough. What the fuck? Yeah, isn't that? Well, I guess not now that COVID. I think it was probably probably lighting up a bit now. But it's because, uh, especially, uh, maybe it's not bars. I think it's just mainly restaurants. Like, you can't just have a place to come in and... I think it's all because you can't drink and not have something to eat because then they can say like, oh, they're too drunk or some fucking shit. I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking weird. I remember hearing that. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm going to start. I'm going to go ahead and go grab some craft beer or something, dude. And yeah, so that's that what this we, is. When we do these, I can just, you'll have your your beer over there and then yep. I'll present another one. Right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we can do that because Strange Brew and Strange Wands, right? Um, Because yeah. I love my craft beers. It's actually my first time trying this. It's called the Vancouver Maneuver. It's pretty good actually It's not bad 6.6 It's decently good I, I Vancouver's think. over there In Canada right mm-hmm. That's why it's weird Maybe one of the dudes Is from Vancouver Or some shit Or they're just Repping Canada Because the dudes That own it are, Is in Brantford Where I live In Ontario And Vancouver's oh. like On the way other side Yeah there's some Local breweries here That have some Really nice beers Dude like really yep. good Yeah I love it I love Do you it. like So do you like IPAs then 
I hate certain. IPAs, dude. Oh, Tastes so you like just like this. different different craft beer. I know it's got a, it's really hoppy. That's why I like it because they're strong. No, I like I'm a lager guy, bro. Yeah, lagers lager. are good. I like that smoothness, you know. Yeah, I gotta that get refreshing. back into lockers. Yeah, and they're not fucking. They're never like too strong. I always drink like one, two beers. I'm fucking when they're like ten percent and shit. <laughs> All right, so you, we'll, we can kind of get into this. It's something uh, we were gonna touch upon on Strange Brew a long time ago, and then it just never ended up happening. And it, it makes sense to do it now since uh, you guys are having your election come up with good old creepy Biden in uh, Trumpy pants. Uh, <laughs> but we can get into the last president. A whole conspiracy about maybe like you know Baron Trump, his son, and this time traveling conspiracy theory, and how it kind of refers to a series of coincidences between the literary works of Ingersoll Lockwood and modern politics, particularly involving Lockwood's character uh, Baron Trump and the United States President Donald Trump's youngest son Baron Trump. So it's it goes deep. Like it, there's a it's a weird shit. I remember seeing weird memes about this like a, like last year. Not to disprove this right off the get-go. Yeah, yeah But I've yeah. seen the cover. When did that cover come out, dude? Oh, the book? Yeah. Isn't it like let me check. Uh, I think it's like uh came out in 1890. But that that original that cover the picture that you see on the meme is that cover from eighteen ninety three? I don't think so. I don't have it pulled up, but I, I, if you uh, the original book cover, yeah, is is different than you I know think what I mean though because like it'd be easy to you know how it is now, right, with the fake news and the, the yeah. misinformation to kind of sort of make something that I from what I saw it looks exactly like Baron Trump. And it's uh, like that, that's why it's also like people are saying it's like coincidental. Um, let me look here. I got it right coincident, now. bro. It looks exactly like him. I mean, I don't. The, that's the, a pretty good. The little that's guy. A, that's a pretty good f- synchronicity, right? Well, the guy in the weird costume. Yeah, I think the original book cover was the one uh, the uh, Baron Trump's the journey, and it has him kind of in like a. Looks like a fucking box or some shit. Oh yeah, I see it here. Uh, but it's weird that also like that one version of the cover I think came out in like the eighteen like ninety three uh, wh- or something. What I'm thinking of isn't even the cover, dude. I think it's the drawing on the inside of the book. Oh, uh, the one where he's got the dog and he's wearing a weird ass fucking costume yeah. with a weird hat. It does kind of look like him, and that is actually yeah, it's from it's inside the book and it's from the original book. Could have been a drawing wild. that this dude did. And you're kind of right. It does fucking really look like Baron Trump. Yeah, I don't know how much of a, of a synchronicity or coincidence that is. That's why I'm saying, like, because you know how it is. People hmm. nowadays, they'll, they'll take any random video and be yeah. like, oh, this happened. And it, like you look, you really look into it and it happened like three or four years ago. But oh, they're yeah, trying to that, stir shit up yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like how that you said happens. the whole election bullshit, dude. And, and bro, I just don't under. You guys just had your election not too long ago, right? A while ago. That's why fucking Trudeau's in this bullshit. I don't understand, bro. Like, and I was talking to my girl about this the other day on a pod. I said, I've never been so passionate about something that I'll go out in the streets to march about it. You know what I mean? Like, no. to protest about something. <laughs> and I kind of sort of admire people who actually do that because it's yeah. like, while well, you're that passionate, the only thing that I would ever actually go out and like march <coughs> about is the whole save the children thing because... 
there's obviously a problem, right? There's obviously yeah, a no, worldwide problem. Yeah, no, there's a fucking problem. huge problem. And the, it's funny that they're just starting to look at that problem, which is probably one of the biggest problems on Earth is child trafficking. And, and you know, yeah. and me and Billy talked about this even on the alien abduction episode along, uh, like last year, fucking two years ago, um, just about... Uh, they're not just all going to fucking sex rings. There's like 300 million children that go missing a year. They're going to the reptilians and being eaten alive in the fucking underground. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, last night, actually, while I was working, I was watching the Joe Rogan episode with the first one with Alex Jones. And that Eddie shit's Bravo. gold, man. Gold. Bro, all this shit that he said, what was that, like a year ago, two years ago, yeah. however long ago it was? A lot of this shit is true. Like uh, people hate Alex Jones, but it's like. A lot of the shit that he says 95% of the time is true. See, and uh, I, would, okay. I wouldn't say that. I always say that, like, out of he, he's right 30 to 40% of the time. There's, like, shit he says that, like, it, it could be. He true. says some outlandish shit. Let's get that. Yeah, yeah. Off. Well, yeah. It, it, some of the stuff he says could be true, but it's just almost the way he says it and the way he, like, he's, if you want to talk about a passionate person, he's fucking passionate. He'll oh, yeah. fucking give himself a heart attack on air the way he fucking, the way he talks, man. Who do they think he is? What's that one comedian? Uh, oh, the they think that... Uh, um, <laughs> is it Bill Hicks? Bill right? Hicks, yes. Bill Hicks is a, a very great comedian. Go back, uh, listen to him. Uh, he had a lot of different points about the world and how it was being. Have you That's ever- why they say he's him, because like of his whole stand-up was like that, like politically. right? I've never heard it, but from what I've read, right? But like, if, if, have you ever listened to George Carlin? Is that that one old white white yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. George yeah. Carlin is probably one of the most. He died, uh, didn't he? Yeah, he died. Uh, natural causes, they're pretty sure, but um, his political views and his views on the world are extremely correct in my point yeah. of view. The, you know, he has this whole thing where he at the beginning he was just a comedian and he did like the seven words you couldn't say. Oh, for the fans, it's kind of a free for all, but we're also adding in the Trump fucking conspiracy, yeah. uh, conspiracy shit. But the fact that like he, he before he was doing, he do like the seven words you can't say on TV. You can say uh, you can say ass, but you can't say asshole. He did this whole <laughs> thing, and it was pretty funny. Like you can say boobies, but you can't say tits. You can say shit, but you can't say fuck. Like he would, he went through this whole thing, and it was hilarious. But when his career kind of when he was getting older, honestly, and this is what David Chappelle does now. David Chappelle does this exact same thing is he just kind of, he just talks truths, the, his truths of what he thinks and, and people just laugh at it and they think it's hilarious, but he's actually saying a lot of real ass shit. Yeah. That's what I love about Dave Chappelle because I was high as fuck one day, one night and I was listening to him. I was watching, I think it was sticks and stones and dude, the way he sets up his jokes yeah. The way he sets up that punchline is fucking genius. Like the way he works it in and then just like delivers it. It's so yeah. flawless. People and also just, think that he's a clone. Just because he, he left, he said he was running away he's from like buff as fuck the, now. And well, stuff. yeah, he was he's buff and he was running away from the Illuminati. Um, and then he was supposedly trying to go to Africa to live because he got fucked over from his show. And then he left and then he came back. Honestly. I think it's still him, but who fucking knows? I don't trust anything because he was supposed to leave. He wanted to get out of Hollywood, yeah, and now he's yeah. back in it. And his style has completely changed. Um, yes. His, one of my favorite stand-up special, I'm trying to think of. He's I more think serious now because back yeah. then he was like, you know, 
Like like the the Chappelle show, it was like it was super, fucking hilarious. If you look at it, it's like that's so stupid. Like I was trying to watch it the other day, and my my girlfriend was next to me. She, my fiance, she was like, seriously, I was like, this was gold back then. Like this no, was yeah, shit. Billy, because uh, Billy I think got Crave TV or some bullshit. He started watching uh, like Chappelle show over, and I still have I have DVDs of Chappelle show, and it looks like shit now because it's like cut off. It's not HD, yeah. but. They, there was stuff in there that was like he literally made fun of everybody, whites, blacks, do listen, Asians. Do you ever listen to Pablo Francisco, dude? That sounds super familiar. I for Pablo Francisco. Yeah, the other night I was going. He's like he's like this this comedian that's like never really changed up his jokes too much, right? Yeah. He's got like this one set that he just does it over and over again, and I was like watching. I think I was watching like a seven year old video, and I was like, man, this back then was like. Super funny, it's but he like started having drug problems. Yeah, then, that's like, like um, Sam Kinison, one of like a very famous, uh, loud, aggressive comedian. He said really <laughs> fucked up shit. Like he was uh, ahead of his time in the way his jokes were set up and what he would make fun of. He made fun of fucking like retarded kids and and a bunch oh. of crazy shit. Um, and he like got just like Chris Farley a lot of, and he was a bigger dude. They got heavy into cocaine. Like people had oh, yeah. people talk about this dude doing so much coke. Like he would have mountains of it. Like just cutting it up, splitting it up and shit. And people would just see him. That's why he was so energetic on stage. And but you've that's done what Farley coke before, did. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I wasn't. I, w- I would say I was addicted to it for a little bit. What does that make? How, what's that like? Um, it's just more of a, and it's like, you just feel like it, it literally feels like you just feel more energized and you're more awake and everything, but you can, you can also can kind of feed into your mind where you, th- you think too much, you overanalyze, you start becoming paranoid and shit like that. So it, you know, it, it's a terrible thing. You know what I mean? You first, like yeah. I was just, I was just doing it in restaurants cause I was a uh, cook, you know what I mean? And dudes would always have it. Like, and when you work at restaurants, it was always around, especially cause I worked in a bar, like I worked in like a Irish pub kind of setting. So dudes always had it. We would just like, you know, do a couple fucking hits and shit and bumps. And then we go out to the, you know, go to the bar and shit and just have a drink or two and talk. And there was one time, like, because my buddy loved hearing how I fucking, what the way <laughs> should I talk about? So we would sit there. And it was like when he was, uh, he had um, like a bunch of roommates. He was, uh, so half of them were going to school, but he wasn't. He was just serving, like being a bartender. And we sat there for like fucking four or five hours with like just music slightly on the background. I just told him like fucked up stories of my past, funny ass shit I did as a kid. And then got into like my reptilian conspiracies because he doesn't believe it at all. And we just like, you would just talk and talk. And like when I first started. You talk your ass off on it. Yeah. That's why I first started doing the podcast. We would do like a little and then we would get carried away when we go so far fucking off topic but like i'm th- thankfully i don't touch that shit anymore it's fucking stupid especially nowadays with fentanyl and all the stuff that's oh, yeah. in it because i yeah. fucking i od'd like um off it like because my buddy brought some shit that I, he didn't know where he got it from and then i pretty much like passed out and the ambulance Seriously? had to be called and yeah this Seriously? was like my yeah this was my thing of like no no more we literally recorded a podcast and then buddy pulled out a baggie and he was like oh yeah i got this from a buddy and there was like nothing left of it and it like i opened it, it smells like nothing and that's what fentanyl supposed to and i should have known but fentanyl is supposed to smell like nothing and i i smell it and i was like weird like it, it doesn't coke it has a really pungent like chemically smell yeah. um chemical kind of smell and then so we just did a gummer like you know test our gums and shit like that and then 
I literally, my buddy looked over at me. They were going to leave soon because we were all drinking also, so that didn't fucking help. We just finished a podcast, and they looked over at me, and my lips were blue. And, yeah, I had to get uh, fucking chest compressions. I had chest compressions and shit. Damn, they had to do dude. that on my chest. And then the next day, my fucking ribs. But for like a week, my ribs were like a motherfucker. And then I woke up because I didn't really remember what I did. I woke up in the ambulance, and then I was like, like what did you take today? And I was like, I was just doing a podcast because I was like pretty <laughs> drunk uh, also because we were like drinking and shit so i was i was more a lot i didn't know what happened really like i didn't even remember you don't remember you didn't have like a near-death experience like you don't remember no uh supposedly mike my buddy that's been on the podcast he's on was on the history of marijuana episode the dark disney episode he uh he said that i was breathing the whole time that it was just like uh, my shallow breathing so because uh, people have asked me though did you see anything like that's what my fucking buddy said but like you know shit's you know you can't touch anything anymore you know what i mean like it's it's okay to experiment sometimes when you're young but nowadays you can't maybe in the fucking 90s early 2000s that's one of the main reasons why I chose to grow my own yeah. mushrooms, right? My own gourmet mushrooms, right? Mushrooms are hard to fucking, uh, to kind of taint though. And people, I, people. Yeah, but you never know. It's like you said. On. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? And usually like, buddies that I know, know that they, uh, who they get it from or who grows them. Cause buddy Raz has been on here. He's super spiritual and stuff like that. Like he's. He's talked about maybe like that he can maybe find out how to get DMT and that he's tried it. He's tried DMT and stuff. And I was like joking with him. I was like, did you see like any like creatures or anything like that? And he's like, yeah, you see some weird shit, some entities. And I'm like, that's something I've always wanted to try. It should be legal. Like it's, it, you know what I mean? It's like, but cause but DMT, it's, not. it's no. funny. Cause you can have all the ingredients to make it, but if you have it all together, which yeah. I think is the dumbest shit. Like if you, have these four things they're okay separate yeah separate but as as soon as you put it together as soon as you do this alchemic process where you put it together yeah it's illegal and you go to jail for a long time it's like uh guess what's happening in canada and shit too is that uh well an article came out that i read and it's saying that um i don't know if i think it's just ontario or i don't know if it's the whole country that they're allowing Pro, uh, people that are dying to actually use mushrooms to help with their death oh, because of the research no. that's gone into it, which I, that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, if last I'm- night, I actually started something that I wanted to start for a long time. I went ahead and I took some of the, of the mushrooms and I put them in honey. So I have a mason yeah. jar and now they're under honey. So eventually the psilocybin will leak into the honey. It's going to turn it blue. They call it drip honey. Yeah. There's no way of dosing it, right? But yeah. I just, I have so much of it, I just wanted to try it. So I have like, I'm just going to let it, you have to let it sit for like four months. So it pretty much like ferments and then the psilocybin leaks into the, the honey. And That's boom. Yeah. I wish <laughs> I had too many. I've been asking buddies, like, can you, can you get me some mushrooms? Like, I want to do them before the, the season's done. Bro, uh, is that, mu- you know, also mushrooms. in the winter, I've never tried doing mushrooms in the winter. I think that'd be pretty fucking tricky. I get people hit me up all the time because they know and they're like, and I'm like, dude, they're not for sale, right? I'm not, yeah. not going to sell that. And then the thing is that I don't know who the, who the fuck would want to try mushrooms just for fun, dude. It's like, it's such- I do it as more of like, a, um, I have fun doing mushrooms. I have it more of like a, a spiritual, not a, a kind of like a spiritual experience that like the first like couple times I would do it, especially when I started doing my girlfriend, I would just laugh. Like we would laugh about the funny shit yes. and I would have like laugh attacks. And that's what was fun about it is like you, you're every emotion is so high. And yeah. I, I keep saying I've never had a bad trip, which means one day I probably will. Um, 
but the fact that you know you kind of can you can let yourself go like I fucking stared at a tree and was like deep in my thoughts listening to Alan Watts last time I did them so like yeah well my first and only trip was was a, a not a bad trip we don't call it a bad trip we call it difficult and yeah. it really it changed my life dude I'm gonna it sounds cliche but it really did and it's like I tell people I'm like it's not something that you can just do because it's gonna sh- it's gonna show you what's fucked up yeah. in your life it's gonna no, tell you hey you're doing this shit bro you need to knock it off and a lot of people mm. don't want to hear that right like a lot of people don't yeah. want to hear the truth and it's like how you're talking about all these comedians that speak the truth and people find it funny yeah but then when you tell somebody the truth that you know sometimes they get offended it's like no 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 you ignore it and this yeah this thing really just makes you dive into your psyche no yeah and, that, and yeah that, i totally have you ever tried floating bro yeah, my buddy Raz actually, um, not anymore. They sold it, but Raz owned a float studio. Um, so I did it and I fucking was like, he's like, don't touch your eyes. And I fucking wiped my eyes, got salt in them and shit. <laughs> but uh, he, he's like done like a little bit of mushrooms while floating, which I would like, really that. like to do. I would like do it. Like I like the, I uh, see it. I feel like it's weird, but I feel like in that state of consciousness and that state where you're on like mushies and shit, I feel like I can control my thoughts in a weird way that I know what I want to know and do like i always give myself they say you have you have to prep yourself for the experience so i was like okay okay i'm gonna have a really good trip i'm gonna fucking sit out back i'm just gonna and i remember the first time i did with my girlfriend it was like years since i've done them and i was listening to music and i was just sitting in my headphones and she was laughing beside me because like man this is so intense like music is crazy like i was just trying different things right there's so, like, music specifically for mushroom trips yeah oh yeah i like listening to anything like everything you can hear bang and that's why now i got these big ass speakers and I I got a record player connected to these big speakers and I have like a couch kind of next to it. So I really want to get mushies and then kind of like, I like Lana Del Rey. Um, if you've never heard of her, like listen to she's uh, beautiful. Yeah. She's one of some of her songs are fucking dope. Like, uh, her, I like her stoner methodical melody cause she's kind of like stoner, um, like almost like blues kind of shit. And like that one song monsters and whatever that song's fucking pure gold. So I have like two of her records cause I like her music, especially when I'm stoned. So I want to do mushrooms and just lay on the couch and listen to a couple records and like let the music take over me. Cause I said, uh, buddy said he's on mushrooms. He saw fucking music notes coming out of the fucking speakers and like dancing around him and shit and it was like tripping him out and like and then he did this one he did a lot though <laughs> yeah i was up for like 24 hours the first time i did it because mm. dude i i didn't want to close my eyes because i didn't want anything to like pop out at me and scare me yeah <laughs> well and i don't know that shit uh that shit always tripped me out and like and the shadows is what's the thing that caught my eye like thing like shadows start moving and shit and it's kind of like just trips you out um yeah, mushies are fucking crazy. But like, kind of this, this slightly talk about comedians just a little bit more. I just want people to look, really look into George Carlin. I'm gonna maybe play a clip at the end of this episode of George Carlin talking because he has so many good quotes. He's like, yes. one of them is like, the government doesn't give a fuck about you, your religion, your family, your fucking healthcare, nothing. Doesn't give a fuck about you. It's interested in its own power and it's not gonna stop because it only let, wants its own power. Like shit, there's shit like that. He talks about how like the government owns the fucking this and they got this person in their yes. back pocket. Like he's really. I wonder how they even smart. let that guy on air, dude. I know. And and the fact that he lived for as long as he did, saying a lot of the stuff that he did. But the thing is, a lot of times they were like, oh, it's just a comedian, like whatever. He's they're They're just going to make jokes. And, and f- but he was saying like real shit, like and, and not and people were like not even grasping how deep what he was talking about was. 
He was yeah, a big no, conspiracy I've, theorist. He's fucking listen he's to on him Netflix, more. isn't he? Um, he's got a lot of his standups actually on Prime. Uh, that I noticed that he's got a couple of his on Prime, but even some of them you can watch on YouTube. And George Carlin is probably one of the best comedians when it comes to if you want to learn about conspiracies at the fucking same time. He makes fun of fucking everything, and it's hilarious. And I love George Carlin. So we should get we'll get back into this if you want to. Yeah, I actually have. I had tickets for Joe Rogan on the 15th of this month. They rescheduled yeah. it, and it's supposed to be for next weekend on the 28th, I think. You can still go? Okay, oh, yeah, because you guys don't give that, a fuck down there. That's the thing, bro. Like, I don't know. I think they're, they're going to – I know they're going to reschedule it. They haven't rescheduled it. It's not like I want a refund or anything. I want to see Joe Rogan. But it's like, dude, like this, this – you know, this whole COVID bullshit, dude, like – I'm over it. That's for I sure. think people <laughs> have forgotten. I have people like I have this old high school teacher that doesn't want to go back to teach like on my Facebook who doesn't want to go back to teaching, doesn't want to send his kids to school. And it's like he's going on these long rants on fa- on Facebook about how it's so dangerous. But honestly, I think everybody's forgotten, bro. I think everybody's forgotten what's really going on. If it's even you know, I don't yeah, want to say it's people fake, believe in what they fucking want to believe in, man. Do you know and anybody who's gotten it? Uh, no, but fucking, I guess today, Scott, my supervisor was like, just, uh, he's like, everyone come over for a meeting after like, you're done that and drive around the forklift. So I just pull up. I'm like, you know, what's up? And then he's like, so Rick, the truck driver, he's like, he's had a stomach ache, which I didn't get. I was like, oh, they're probably fucking fine. So the boss, the big boss, he had a stomach ache and he hasn't been there for the past three days. And then Rick, the truck driver, had a stomach ache, and then he said he had a headache, so they were both getting tested today. So, And I was like, I have a feeling they're fucking fine. Like, it's a stomach thing. I would never get tested unless I had a fever for, like, more than a fucking couple hours. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only reason, because that's the symptoms. But the thing but is, also, it affects everybody differently. Yeah. Dude. Like, I've they're known saying people, all this shit that's, like, it, it does all these things. They just keep adding I've, more and more I've, things. I've known people who literally nothing has happened to them, but then at the same time, here in Florida especially... We've had this whole controversy about how all these tests have been inaccurate like 98% of the time or some crazy number. Like, it's like, yeah. how the f- how do you fuck up 98% of the time, dude? Yeah, well, there's some a lot of bullshit doing this. They were claiming deaths were COVID, but they yeah, were actually other shit. For funding. Like, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And uh, like I said, I definitely think we should touch upon Bill Gates. I really want to go into like a deep dive on that fucking phony asshole. So let's do that. And now we can get more into COVID shit because there's a lot of deep stuff to do with all this shit. And like, I believe it may be real, but I believe it also was created and put here either on purpose or how by accidentally, like there's so many, there's so After many After the elections, bro, it's all going to go away. You'll see. Maybe for you guys. Did I you feel see, like, speaking of Trump, speaking of Trump. Yeah, did you back see into that? Obviously, you don't live in the states. Yeah, but there we was see a lot a, of your shit. <laughs> yeah, there was a speech he was giving at that manufacturing plant. Did you see that? Did you see that the weird line that he that he said? Did you see that or no? I think so. I Where think I said, remember seeing people making fun of him. So he pretty much went out and said it was like this long speech. He pretty much came out and said it was like, "Oh, you might not see me for a while." Because there's a lot of very rich people who are like mad at me, and I'm paraphrasing it, who are yeah. very mad at me. That is the that's so fucking weird. He said he might disappear. For yeah, he a while. said he said he's gonna he you might not see him for a while because there are a lot of powerful people, rich and powerful people, that are very angry with him, 
and they're not That's happy. That's really with them weird. Because what they're but, trying to do is take away, right? Because let's, let's think, dude. Let's think about it. I mean, there's so many. There, there's all these monopolies. You have all these different companies, but at the end of the day, they're all owned by the same entity, right? Like the yeah. the, the the center one, right? This what do they call the tentacles of? Well, um, yeah, we have Disney, and then you have Cascom or Comcast. Comcast. Yeah, you have all the, the, the ABC company, and they own like a bunch of these companies. So, you know how many companies have interests overseas yeah. in China and all these different countries. And if you try and cancel those jobs, right, those manufacturing jobs in those countries over there, and move them over here, we don't even, dude, we don't even the last many the, the last penicillin. Factor here in the states, I think it was like back in the nineties, dude. Yeah, yeah, they they just send everything overseas because it's cheaper. That is wild. How do we? Because you know why? Because in China they, they whip bro. their kids until they fucking go to work and make fucking iPhones. That place penicillin, we could, dude. We yeah. depend on another country. Yeah, to provide we've already us with we've already talked about North Korea. Maybe one day we'll get into fucking China because China. Do you see that latest that latest article of North Korea that they're confiscating all the dogs to eat them? <laughs> Probably. It sounds like something they would do. Man, they're fucking nuts, dude. And I don't get it. But let's get back into fucking... uh, So is Donald Trump a fucking time traveler? The question has been circulating on conspiracy websites for several months. Now it's like about a couple... About a year. It is backed by various pieces of evidence, such as Donald Trump's uncle John Trump's relationship with Nikola Tesla. Now a series of books have been published over a century ago and receiving attention for unseemingly all-too-eerie connections to the Trump family. The books of one is witched Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey and 1900, which is weird, or The Last President, and that's why we'll probably call this episode like maybe like Comedian Psychedelics and The Last President, because that's what we've all been touching on. But like, there are there are real books by Ingersoll Lock, uh, Lockwood, uh, and it's a book that was published in nineteen nine or eighteen ninety three. Why is and, it the Underground Journey? Is it Hollow well, Earth too? Are they hinting at Hollow Earth? I don't. I didn't read the book. Like Neither I should have, I guess, but like I don't know how good the book is. The people are just pointing out. Like we'll kind of get into what the book is kind of about, but it's so he published the the Baron Trump marvelous underground journey, which is just a fucking long weird name, and that was published in eighteen ninety three. And then there was that one that's called nineteen hundred or the last president came out a few years later. So he has two weird books that seem to coincide with each other because he writes about this fucking Trump dude, this kid, and Lockwood wrote at least one book about uh, Baron Trump character, The Travels and uh, Adventures of Little Baron Trump and his wonderful dog, uh, Bulger. Bulger? Yeah, I think it's Bulger. Oh, dude, he goes goes into different lands and realms and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I look at. Yeah, it is weird. What the fuck? I know, it's some psychedelic shit, which was, it was published, that one was published in 1890, so it's pretty, like, there's no fucking it's just like everyone just prints books like this is the 18 or the 19th century and stuff coming in so like it is the weird land back- of the rattle brains or happy forgetters that mm-hmm. that sounds he has some weird wild. shit i remember de- uh looking more into this at the time we were gonna do the episode there's some really weird stuff he travels all of these weird oh, different talks lands. about the hollow earth bro the ant the ant people experienced an unexpected ice age that drove them down into the world within a world Yep. Ooh. And oh, I remember hearing about that too. And it's crazy how like he kind of touches upon a bunch of shit and the fact that maybe he what maybe this author was a time traveler. 
So I mean, like he was fucking doing mushrooms, bro. Yeah, he was probably doing mushrooms because <laughs> like you know you could create some crazy shit, man. Some p- people like musicians need alcohol, uh, things to expand their mind and alter what they're thinking. People use mushrooms, acid. It was a huge thing for the '60s movement, right? You know what I mean? So. Fucking drugs can help you make some crazy shit And actually like interesting shit You know that I think I've told you I don't know if I told you this We've definitely mentioned this You know that Fucking Stephen King Used to like do a lot of coke And drink whiskey And he said he was so fucked up He doesn't uh, remember writing Cujo well, I thought it was that he that he needed to smoke a cigarette every time he wrote. That also he would chain smoke too, but yeah. he would he's also was barreling lines of coke and he would drink whiskey like straight whiskey while he was fucking writing while doing coke and that's why fucking um the book it is so fucking long and there's a fucking sex scene in the middle of the book where all the kids fuck the one girl. What? That's in the book, yeah. They all gangbanger. Yeah, they go to the sewers and they gangbanger. Dead serious. What in the fuck? Yeah. Why, you, why doesn't anybody talk about that? <laughs> it should be in the movie. It'd make it a lot more interesting movie, but people like Jeffrey Epstein would probably like it too much. R.I.P. <laughs> but no, like, and yeah, people what? don't even realize that that's in the fucking book. That, like, yeah, it, it is. F- the infamous orgy scene. See? Isn't that fucking weird? What the f- Dude that's wild to me dude So he was on coke all the time And like all fucked up in his head And he literally says he doesn't remember writing Cujo Which is fucked up It's like this dog is gonna fucking Try to kill this family that we possessed <laughs> Fucking crazy So like there's some weird Incredible connections that are made To the first family of the United States And Lockwood's novels From the turn of the 19th century the book begins with a biographical notice of William uh, Heinrich Sebastian von Trumpf, like this German fuck, called Little Baron Trump, which is fucking weird. It's like a, a German, von Trumpf. It's fucking weird. Finally, the book mentions the Fifth Avenue Hotel, meaning that it shares a street with the Tump Uh, The Trump Tower, which is really weird Since Fifth Avenue is a well-known part of New York That is a site for several high-end restaurants, shops, hotels Since the 1800s And the construction of Fifth Avenue was until 1893 So, it's after he wrote this book The details seeming to be I believe in this book, dude It's fucking weird The details seem to be reflecting of the time it was written And there was a less precedent note that, you know He didn't know that the Trump Tower would eventually be constructed He had no, there's no fucking way, man (laughs) So all this sparks this fucking bizarre conspiracy theory on the internet Alleging that Trump's family has secrets of time travel With theories using Trump's Uncle John And his real-life connection to Nikola Tesla Casting Lockwood as a newly found Maybe literary Nostradamus However, Snopes The site Snopes uh, Notes that the names Baron and Don Are the characters' titles in Lockwood's books Not their given names So they're like just I don't get what the fuck they're Snopes saying is shady as fuck, bro don't I, know, I, don't, I don't believe Snopes actually at all So, But like There's just all these weird connections Which is fucking weird And like I think we could eventually talk about Tesla because I think that that they either bought out Tesla or they told me he was going to kill him because according to um, what's the guy on Disclosure, the the UFO Disclosure, Stephen Greer, he talks about how we could be a hundred years 
ahead of technology right now if we went with Tesla's inventions and if, and if we didn't go with Benjamin Franklin's bullshit because I think it Tesla- was Edison, bro, wasn't it? Oh, Edison, yes. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. Edison. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he? Uh, no, no. Edison's the one with the kite and the key. Fucking. No, if, that's, that's Franklin. That's Franklin? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, they both trying to sc- discover. But um, here's the thing, dude. Here, I'm, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask yeah. you some shit to see if you know about it. So, I, and I don't know. In this book, apparently he wins the presidency and every uh, surprise everybody. And people began rioting and protesting in the streets, which. Yeah, I was going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, well, have you heard of the Tartaria conspiracy? No. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to blow your mind here now that we're talking about Nikola Tesla and Edison and stuff. So earlier we talked about how there's all these kids missing in the United States. There's about 2,000 kids per day that go missing in the United States. That's retarded. If you, if you <laughs> add that up. Throughout the years, like 800,000 to a million kids per year that go missing. Yeah, 800,000 is the the number. (laughs) Now, to dispute the pedophilia ring, which I believe exists, I read a statistic that said about 98% of those kids are found and returned back to their families. There's still 2% that don't come back. But back in the early 1900s, late 1800s, have you ever heard of foundlings, bro? That sounds super familiar. So there was this thing, which is very, very, very fucking odd, very odd, that there were kids that people would literally go to centers to turn them in, right? And these kids would be loaded up on different trains and stuff like that and methods of transportation, and they would be taken out to rural areas. So like Nazi Germany. They're called foundlings, and they would be pretty much it was child labor, and they'd be put in these big cities in these big urban areas to kickstart the cities. Fucking really? Yeah, bro. And, and for when a span was this? Of, this was in the in the early 1900s. Okay. And for a period of, of a long time, there was like I think it was like the number was like 700 and something thousand worldwide because it happened worldwide, bro. So they're taking kids to like work. And to construct well, well, things. Some of them are going to work and some of them, who knows where the fuck they want. But people were but turning their kids why would you want a, a child? This is my question, though. Why would you want a child to build your shit? They're not fucking that strong. Unless you get like a million of them like ants and like fucking It wasn't just them. building stuff. It was doing agricultural work as well. Or sucking and, dick. Or... That too, and so that's and, and, and I, I. Let me that's find this. really weird. I don't know if I believe this shit because, like, Look I get up, that bro. there was a bunch of child fucking, um, like you know, child slavery and shit like that. Big thing. Uh, oh, la- dude, uh, like child labor. This is so interesting because they got little fingers. In, they can make the iPhones in better. Eight, in eighteen ninety three, have you ever heard of the World Columbian Exposition, the World Trade Fair? Did, you, did have you ever heard about that? The World Trade Fair? The, the, I'm sorry, the, the World Fair. You ever heard about that? Yeah, like the Chicago's World Fair. Yeah. yeah. That's where H.H. H. Holmes, which we'll be getting into eventually on Strange You, you heard about That's the serial killer, right? Yeah, that's a guy. He, he took advantage of the World Fair when it came to Chicago so, uh, for the first time. So the conspiracy <laughs> is, the conspiracy with the, world, with the Chicago World Fair is that 
all those magnificent buildings that were there for that that supposedly were just built for that purpose. Oh six, yeah, I heard about that six, shit. A six month period. Yeah. That were torn down directly after that. Over six hundred acres of beautiful architecture was torn down for I don't know what reason. And it's crazy. Some, yeah, go look at the pictures, people yeah, online. It's yeah, fucking crazy. Some, it looks like Greece. Some, yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's some buildings that are still up today. Like there was like one or two of them. But you know who was at that <coughs> world fair? What, Donald Trump's fucking grandfather? No, Nikola Tesla and Edison. Do you know who funded the world, the Chicago World Fair? Both of them? Well, why were no. they friends? J.P. Morgan. Oh, he's a piece of shit, so. Guess who was funding Nikola Tesla and stopped funding him? J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan. <laughs> and guess who he funded after Nikola Tesla was out of the picture? Edison. Edison. So. Who knows if they're right? If they're in that whole thing, and like, well, you're and they about- say like there's people that have been murdered for like I a long time ago. I heard that a Chinese man invented a machine that could cure cancer, and they came in, they destroyed all his shit, and they murdered him. Which does happen even with stuff that has to do with like keeping the earth green and like you know eating better and not having chemtrails and all this bullshit. Which maybe we'll get more into on the the Bill Gates yeah, episode. Like how Trump was saying, he's got very powerful people, very rich people angry at him. What and this is what a lot of people don't understand. What happens if like my dad, my dad has MS, bro. Yeah. A 30 day supply of medication is thirty thousand dollars. And that's for like the generic brand. Like that's ridiculous. Health is fucked, man. They have cures multi- for everything. Yeah. Multiply that times. 500,000 people that have MS, quote-unquote, because even when they diagnose you, bro, they don't even know yeah. you have it. When they diagnose them, they're like, eh, we're 95% sure that's what you have. You have an autoimmune disease, and it's like, seriously? But guess what? Once you plant that seed in somebody's mind, and they work on it, and they work on it, and they think about it over and over and over and over again, they manifest mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah, no, and that fucking, that happens. And when we eventually, yeah. like, start talking about, like, synchronicity shit when I finish this book, because um, we might get a free-for-all later on the book that I'm reading, but, like, the fact that, like, you can put shit in your brain easily and allow it to, like, affect you, and Bro, you can, you can fucking people, make yourself sick and shit. The people who are falsely diagnosed of cancer that end up dying because they think they have cancer, yeah. and they end up not having shit to begin with they die yeah because they, they thought they had fucking yeah. cancer people honestly if you're listening to this understand that your thoughts do manifest and create yes. shit but the thing is in our reality that will okay we're gonna definitely get into this like once i'm done this book um but in our reality like we have like fucking it's like uh, it's like 3d right 4d you know they say if you're in fourth fourth dimension you think about an apple i always make this analogy an apple will come into your hand like that you can manifest things in like in real time but because we're on a dense uh reality uh more like slower kind of everything the the reason why you have a table like the table i'm at right now and i can knock on it is because the molecules are slowed down so much where they make a solid object that's the kind of the the layman's term for it and the fact that when you when you believe something right like oh i'm gonna this podcast is gonna do great like uh, it might manifest but it might it might take years when people when people talk about manifestations bro you got to understand that you have to work towards it. It's not like you can believe in it and fucking meditate on it and it's going to happen overnight. You have to work on it. You have to take the the right the the correct steps 
towards the direction of whatever it is that you want to achieve. Yep. And a lot of people, they, they'll, they'll take these courses and go to all the... I've seen all these people like, oh, take my manifestation course on how to manifest your destiny. And it's like, bro, he's just going to fucking tell you... Well, have you, you heard of like chaos dollars? magic and shit work. like that? Like there's like the chaos magic. There's also like the way Aleister Crowley was... Bro, uh, he's like, what are your thoughts on Aleister Crowley? What are your, well, what are your did, thoughts on him? We did a whole episode, and honestly, I've fuck man, I've been to Aleister Crowley and like like researching him since I was pretty fucking young because I I heard it in uh, like a s- songs or this fly has been fucking with me and just sitting on my fucking mic Bro, arm bar it, and it's tripping me out. It's but the CIA. It probably is. This thing's just sitting there, <laughs> like staring right at me. It's not that far away. Um, so like. He's a fucking character, that's for sure. I don't believe in what he believes in, but I believe like I believe in some of what he believes in, but I believe that he was the he is and was the starter of spirituality. Uh the start the, the movement of like it's not just religion, um, but it's also like you can not have religion and you can just have your own thoughts and we're all have some sort of spirit. Like he did bring that more into it, but he did chaos, like, like weird chaos magic. Uh, you know, they believe they're fucking wizards and shit. And he a lot of sex cults. magic too. Yeah. And they would, they would, uh, do, it was probably cause he was just gay, but they would, he would fuck guys and shit like that because of the energy. And this is what Mark Dice talks about. Uh, a good book for people, fact or fiction, Illuminati, the book by Mark Dice. If you look up his name on YouTube, he's a crazy conspiracy theorist dude, but like, he like fucks with people. He'll go down to like fucking, um, in uh, California and ask people questions about like basic knowledge and prove that humans are fucking idiots and shit. But Mark Dice kind of talks about how this is in hip hop and how you have, have like sex magic and like where Drake is fucking wheezy like a little Wayne and like that uh, there's there's all this symbolism and how they're actually gay and doing like, like homo- Birdman and little Wheezy. Yes, I was about to say that Birdman, little Wayne, him kissing that 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 whole thing oh, is actually shit. based on a magic because what they're saying they're going against all religion, so they're saying that goes be- back to the Knights Templar, bro. Yeah, and so they'll, they'll fuck shit. a guy because it's against what God wants. God yeah. wants us to procreate technically so like and that's was in the bible that we must spread the seed and you and that you could have a lot of wives but if you fucked a guy it's sodom and gomorrah shit where you get like banished and you're not allowed around anymore here's and my that's thing dude what they're trying to prove is like we can go against this what i don't like about alistair crowley and, and the i don't thing, like anything about him i just find him interesting well <laughs> here's the thing there's a lot of people who defend him dude Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people who are very passionate about him, and they defend him, and how he talked about the whole he was okay, what, with child rape and child sacrifice, but then you you talk to people about it, and they're like, no, 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 no. What he meant was the child sacrifice is when you ejaculate, and all those potential kids is what you're sacrificing, you know, to this. And then it's like, Yeah, he has some really fucked up views. And I think he had some fucked up shit and he said a lot of crazy stuff. And that's why, and he would write about that. And Antoine LaVey, the guy that creates Satanism, 
kind of briefed on that. And we're going to, we're getting into Satanism on strange brew, probably in the next couple months, we're going to deep dive on it. It's all ready to go. I know a lot about it. So it's like, he kind of saw it as like, he even says like, you know, there's no, like no need for uh, child or animal sacrifice in Satanism because, and if Alistair Crowley and Antoine LaVey knew each other, they'd probably fight each other. They were completely different, even though people associate them together often. Like Antoine LaVey was kind of going on about other stuff, about just being a God in your own right. And they're using Lucifer as a symbol of a like a non-religion kind of bullshit that we're against religion. Use, man. Mm-hmm. He was a smart dude, and people don't even know if his like life, the his beginning of his life was correct. That because he, he just made it all, he made it up. People think, and that you yeah. don't really know where he came from and shit. So. It's it, honestly like it's the Satanism shit. Once we do the episodes, I can start talking about more with you because it gets pretty fucking deep. Well, you wanna, you know, yeah, yeah. go ahead and get, continue on this whole. Yeah, because I want because Tesla's interesting. Tangent. Yeah, and this is why free for alls are definitely like we have some structure to this, but free for alls definitely mean one could have more of these. And for the listeners, we're gonna talk about everything, so it's kind of interesting for people to hear our point of view. But also, I'm skeptical about everything, right? So you kind of have yeah. to. Gotta weed your way around that fucking dungeon. It's like fucking video games. So like all these books come out, and by modern standings, it, it like the standards. Is, it's weird how close it is. Um, but he so they open it in Arctic Russia in the book in Baron Trump's marvelous underground uh, underground journey adventure bullshit. And they, it's weird. They're in Russia in the Arctic, and the little boy Trump, is, <laughs> the little boy Trump is in the interior of the world. So he's in Hollow Earth. He passes through strange countries of uh, transparent folk. So like, and the rattling brains amongst others. Yeah. So he he's seeing all these weird creatures. It's like fucking acid trip. Lord it's of the like Rings. Like Alice in Wonderland type shit. It, yeah, it is really fucking weird. Written in tongue in cheek, adults would find it amusing as well as children so there's probably dirty shit in there especially back then so the word dawn appears in the book at least 59 fucking times through the character don fum who guides baron and the protagonist protagonist says he had been reading of the world within a world written by uh, learned Don from I don't know who that is uh, But Newsweek notes that the Trump uh, Adventures begins in Russia And are guided Think about it Trump's cahoots with, <laughs> cahoots with Russia Is also in this book And that he guides the uh, direction By he had to be proved That he was the master of all masters Holy And a shit. man named Don Adds before leaving for his voyage Through the unknown Trump told his family uh, Told his of his family's motto The pave the, pave the way of glory Is strewn with pitfalls and danger So like and it's weird because it kind of talks about how he's going to be connected to Russia, which he was maybe fucking like hookers down there. Who knows? I kind of believe it because he, he's he's a fucked up character also because uh, that's what he is. He's a fucking character. just like fucking every politician nowadays. But it also like how he wants to be the master, like the best of the best and that he his family huge. will go it's through huge. Yeah. Those little ass yeah. hands. <laughs> and he has to prove that his hands aren't that small and shit. He's a, he's a weird fucker. And then, like, if just to get into this a little bit about like the other book, the nineteen hundred book, oh, or dude, the no, last no. president. Go, go back. Did you read what? the part about 
how he after his inauguration he began signing executive orders as a way to diminish the effects the former administration had on the country before he was <laughs> inaugurated this influential man began picking people for his cabinet holy fucking shit look at this one individual he chose for secretary of agriculture was named laugh pence Oh yeah, I, late that's tense. fucking so weird. I remember seeing that. I don't know if I don't think Get I had that. The fuck I know. Out of here. See, it how is this possible? Is this something like a fluke? Like it just comes in to like into this world through like a fluke or like a different? It's fucking weird because it kind of trips me out because all yeah. these things seem to connect. It's fucking weird. And the way it's connected, the way it's connected with Nikola Tesla and all that stuff. In 1943, Nikola Tesla died. Of a blood clot, but before his he death, he was fucking he had, murdered. He, yeah, he claimed he had built a time machine and used it to time to time travel. Obviously, after his death, the U.S. government took all of his inventions and claims. Yeah, that and they the put office the patents. They took his yeah. patents and shit and everything. Yeah, and and they claimed that it was quote unquote the office of alien property, and this was the real government in the nineteen forties. And then that ties into his, what, his great-grandpa or something like that? His name? Oh, yeah, right yeah. here. So this was a real government office in the 1940s. After the government gave up on trying to figure out his inventions and what they meant, they hired an outside engineer who could understand the work of Tesla. His name was John G. Trump. John <laughs> Trump is the grandfather of President Donald Trump. After studying the work of Nikola Tesla, Don Trump determined that he had... Di- that he did not, that he did not invent a time machine and reported to the government <laughs> that nothing peculiar was found. I didn't fucking, I didn't. I Holy didn't build the time shit, dude! Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit that goes that with this. That Pence got that Pence one got me. I know, cause that's weird. And like the the last president, in the book, it like it was like a kind of work of like political satire. And it kind of chastises the rise of socialism and populism, which we're kind of living in now, uh, inferring the fictional rise here. Like, it's kind of like uh, a, a government leading to chaos, and that's kind of what ha- has happened in, like, especially you guys' country. And it, it notes uh, here is that his work along with others by luck would appear uh, to be caution and to be current with the political climate of the United States and the West at large. And the apparent like religious Catholic of his error is not, although impossible that Lockwood wittingly or unwittingly trapped into, I don't know what the trapped into some mythical force. Oh, that he may have known things. That's what they're saying. Like that. He, maybe he knew shit that like, you know how like, there's like those mediums, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and this could even be part eventually what I want to talk about with like this synchronicity, um, in the book that I'm reading the synchronicity key, because like, there's a lot of weird shit that has to do with like that things have happened before in history and it repeats itself and that it's people a cycle, like this, bro. well, and these people, even this guy, maybe he just saw something coming and didn't even realize he was writing about something that would be in the future. Like or, that's because that would be fucked. Or have you, you know, the whole Kashik records thing. I believe in that. Like the Kashik. collective con. Yeah. The, yeah, have yeah. You heard the Kashik records. So I've talked to people that, they say that the the Kashic records are in the ether, and people back then, the ancient Egyptians and the, these ancient civilizations, were able to tap into that frequency where they were able to download from the cloud this yeah. information of from the very beginning of time, and yeah. so 
the, there was another. Uh, I was doing a podcast with another friend of mine where he said perhaps the Kashik records are is actually interwoven in our DNA, and we just have to find a way to tap into that. That's and once we almost find a way to exactly that, what fucking David Wilcock is like saying in this book. Yeah, like in in different ways he talks deep about this and how um, we we have our own kind of like soul path, and but we're all connected, and we all choose people. And the way I don't believe it's the way we're connected as we're all one. I think that con- like consciously we all know we're here. We're all different souls. But I think we know why we're here and that you can re- you reincarnate all these different times and shit like we kind of talked about. But I think that like that whole what I was thinking about it, when I was like stoned and I was like, you know, I think that's what I think is that that one consciousness means that we all know that we're coming into this experiment. Like you could say it that way or this soul journey to learn karmactic like events and to learn from those. So you become better so you can be a higher dimensional soul. And that's how I kind of see. It. I think we're all. Like close But we're all individuals In a soul type But we all know What we're doing We're all yeah. here And all know that what we're, What's happening We just don't know While we're here <laughs> Oh I mean that And that plays into The whole simulation thing Right like Yeah We're in a What a brain In a vat jar some Sitting somewhere I think somewhere. we should Talk about that I think that should be A topic on its fucking own It's just the simulation theory That would be fucked up Simulation we got a lot of hypothesis shit up. bro Yes We're, We have to talk about that Because I really want to And I, I'm just, I was going to say Say to fuck with Billy I don't think Billy is smart enough To understand it And if he heard this episode He'd be pissed But like the book also says The Fifth Avenue Hotel Will be the first to feel The fury of the mob Which is the current location Of the Trump Tower The president's hometown Of New York Is fearing the collapse Of the Republic In this book Also titled 900 Or The Last President Immediately following The transition Of presidential power Some Americans begin Forming a resistance Like you said And protesting What was seen As corrupt And unethical Election process And Newsweek reports uh, This in the book That this actually Happened in the book So I think that's Kind of fucked up And how like Reddit's now Talking about it And when 4chan Was kind of a thing Spun their own Bizarre conspiracy theory Like how you Kind of said How maybe The Trump Somehow had a time machine And they got it From the the Trump's Uncle John Who got it from Tesla I believe this shit 100% bro And like And then Trump Did uh, Did have an uncle Named John And John Trump Really did have a connection Like you said It says it's his uncle On this shit I said it's, his, I said his, it was his grandpa. It was his but at the same grandma. time, we got to remember that Nikola Tesla was talking to aliens and he was in love with a pigeon. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Snopes says like, oh, these books, Snopes. these books may contain some bizarre coincidences, but there's no evidence that Donald Trump had access to a time machine. For instance, these books also have giant turtles, altered dimensions, and a battle with strange creatures. So like uh, fucking Snopes trying to be like, well, it's not true. Okay. Holy fuck, dude. So what happens when you get too close to the truth? Literally, my power just went out. In the middle so of the conversation weird. Yeah that is so fucking weird I You were talking angry. about something about Snopes, Snopes doing a fact check s- Yeah fuck them uh, I said, but fuck The fact Snopes. that we're talking about like Tesla and power And time <laughs> travel and then your fucking power goes in yeah, it would, The me. weirdest thing would be If my power went out at the same time as yours just that would fucking I would be crying Well fucking. they like me better bro So they're like <laughs> fucking let's zap this guy 
<laughs> John Trump was a professor and the younger brother of Trump's father, Fred, according to the New Yorker, which questions Donald Trump as saying uh, of his uncle, my uncle used to tell me about nuclear before nuclear was nuclear. And he was referring to the, the magazine theories to the hydrogen bomb. So Donald Trump is saying his his this is so stupid fucking he says shit. My yeah. uncle used to tell me about nuclear before nuclear was nuclear. He's, but like, he's oh. probably right, bro. That's the problem that his that who but, pe- but probably people was, think he's but so stupid. He's, they don't even it's just the pay way attention he says to him. shit. He's probably been around a lot of smart people, which kind of rubbed off on him. But I think he's still a fucking idiot, especially the shit he's been saying. I used to be like, OK, maybe he's not that bad. But some of the stuff he's been saying now, man, I'm like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, yeah. 100%. And then the New Yorker describes John Trump as a brilliant scientist who was at M, uh, MIT for decades and who helped develop X-ray machines that helped uh, to extend the lives of cancer patients, which is fucking crazy. Trump was involved in radar research for allies in the Second World War, which is crazy. And in 1943, the FBI had enough faith in his technical ability for his did it pretty much for him to call. And when Tesla died in his room, at the New Yorker Hotel in Manhattan, raising the question of whether enemy agents might have a chance to learn some of his secrets before his body was found. So, they, like in passing, and this is a lot of conspiracy shit, but they're saying that Tesla was developing a death ray. <laughs> That's what it's saying. And in report, the magazine professor Trump doused speculation that Tesla was working on something big and Tesla was well known for his interest in time travel. And there when a conspiracy was born, I really want to dive deeper on Tesla on an episode alone. But the fact that why was he building a death ray? I thought he wanted what I heard is that he wanted a technology to be free and that or like he wanted he wanted free. Free, power. free energy, yeah. Free, free energy. energy, yes. See, he wanted that was the the I think I'm gonna probably butcher the name the wise the wise cliff white cliff tower white cliff tower yeah. And when he he could he didn't finish that, but what that was is pretty much you know the aurora borealis in the air that's yes. energy. So he wanted to harness energy from the stratosphere, and obviously if you eliminate the whole coal industry. Fossil fuels, oil, if you eliminate all that and people can get their energy from the fucking sky, how maybe the Egyptians used the pyramids as some sort of power generator from the ether, there's no need that that trillion, multi-trillion dollar industry would be shit canned. Yeah. And and once you start, and that's what Trump meant. A lot of, a lot of rich people are angry at me right now, and it's those rich, angry people, just like the Clintons, that get people killed all the time for doing whatever. Yeah, but those Trump's also pe- a rich, rich, angry person. Yeah, but he's not as involved. I, I think what helps him a lot is that he doesn't really have a political record, so they can't call him no. out on shit. No, that and he that's did back that's then, what politi- I said. When, politically, um, diabolic. One of my fucking like all time favorite rappers, but he does like a lot of like live videos and discuss politics. And he said like when when it happened because I I said that Donald Trump was gonna be elected and I guessed it, and just because he was on Alex Jones and I was like man and everyone's like no way no way and I remember walking into work and I was still working as a cook and I walked into the kitchen and I kind of threw up my arms and then one of my chefs was like I fucking knew it he was gonna be like this and I was like I fucking told you I told you he's gonna get 
elected, man. I was like, they're not going to elect fucking Hillary Clinton in there. Um, but the fact that like he was what Diabolic said was that he was someone outside of the political families and the political draw, like everyone that ever fucking runs for president other than like Reagan and some people like that are fucking all have political backings and political families, which Reagan did, but Reagan was an actor and they're like, you should be president and then you should flood the streets with crack cocaine and fucking Didn't create they AIDS. Say that- Aren't all the presidents related, bro? Uh, most of them. Like, Vinny Paz talks about that. Um, a lot of them go back to one bloodline, like that um, Obama and Bush are actually cousins, and that nobody wants to talk about the third cousins. That's a fucking conspiracy. So yeah. that is a lot of stuff to do with this. Uh, but, like, I I believe it, like, David Ike traces a lot of it, but I believe some of them are, and I think it's fucking weird. Um, like, they say that... Uh, Prince, I think it's Prince William, the one that's married. That one bitch, what's her name? The whatever, the fucking the one girl in the royal family is like when Prince William got married, she was her his thirty fourth cousin. People were like, "Oh, why is that even like that's that's so fucking far removed? Who cares?" But it's still the fact that they could trace that they were cousins, I guess. Yeah, they they tra- that little girl did like a a, a tree and it traced it back. Down to like this one common ancestor, and they're all related. Which that goes back to this whole Sumerian. reptilian bloodline, yeah, draconian bloodline. Yeah. You know we'll what I mean? We'll eventually like, touch upon that, I think, on an episode because yeah. that shit's fucking crazy. Like we can talk about the bloodlines, which I do have as an option of eventually talking about is like the uh, the thirteen Illuminati bloodlines because mm-hmm. that's fucking shit goes deep. So I'll I'll just finish it off with like this and then we can like jaunt on a little bit. But uh, a short biography of Lockwood in science fiction um, encyclopedia says that he was involved in a domestic drama. Lockwood was a lawyer for Miss Margaret Todd, who died under suspicious circumstances in 1905. Soon after changing her will in order to include him, Lockwood, and Lockwood was in a conflict with a second lawyer, George Gordon Hastings, who represented and later married Todd's daughter, like the woman he's probably scamming, and who had the beneficiary of his mother's um, estate and his publishing enterprise. So he lost all of his fucking money. He lost all of his books, his rights, because he probably may have killed um, a lawyer. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot. So he, this fucking shit goes deep. I, I believe, I believe it 100%. And it's just so coincidental. And like, I've always said in life, I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything happens for a reason. And maybe the book I'm reading is right. And David Wilcock and his research is right. That maybe there's synchronicities and that things happen that have already happened. And like that, I think this guy either, either trumps the fucking time travel, which like Honestly, for what I think, this seems more far-fetched. I'm going to say what I think. You say what you think. And then we can always have the listeners go to the Facebook group page on Strange Root Podcast and, like, maybe what they think. But... I think it was more like this guy maybe had like was a psychic medium or whatever without even knowing it. And he kind of took something from the future in his head and he didn't even realize that he was writing about the future. But you can get influenced supposedly by outside forces, oh, especially dude. when you're on drugs and stuff. I, I just pulled some shit up, dude. This, this, <laughs> this, this goes deep, bro. This. So 
this is talking about how Trump is the last president. Like, the, yeah. you know, it's one of the main well, it's supposed things. supposed to be his kid. The thing is supposed to be that his kid is going to be the last president. Well, that Baron Trump is. Here's the thing. You know, the whole Antichrist thing. And we'll, we'll yeah. sum up with this, but we're going to have to dive back into this because this is, this is deep. Obama's the Antichrist, are we supposed the, to be? An, yeah, the Antichrist, <laughs> I feel, because Donald Trump the other day said some shit that, like, I was like, what the fuck? He said, I've... <laughs> He said, bro, and this is a quote, and if it's real or not, I don't know, but I, I, I think you it's real. You read it or you saw him say it? I read it. Okay. <laughs> so I'll have to look into it. I'll have All to right. look into it. But he said, I have done more for Christianity than Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, he would say something like that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> right? That, that's why I haven't checked it because that's something that he would say he would some say, dumb he, shit like uh, that. He thousand percent probably said that, and he probably fucks little kids like Jeffrey Epstein did. So, like, so I don't trust everything he says. <laughs> so to sum this up, bro, something that we didn't mention because I was looking into this just now. Yeah. Apparently, this figure, what's his name, Ingersoll Lockwood. Apparently, yeah, Ingersoll he was an, Lockwood. He was an occultist, bro, and he. This is Most this is a are. work <laughs> of, and I don't know how to say this, but mimetic occultism and mimetic occultism or meme memetic occultism. I don't know. Is a quote unquote a study of information based on an analogy with Darwinian evolution. Proponents describe memetics or memetics as an approach to. I should look this up because I've never heard this shit before. Yeah. As an approach to evolutionary models of cultural information transfer. So, thus, memetic occultism is mixing Darwinian theory with occult practice as a way of predicting the future. Holy fucking shit. That's really weird. Dude. But it, honestly, it, it could make some sort of sense. Like, that's what I was saying about magic and, like, like yeah. you know, you and yeah. your, your thoughts manifesting shit. How, like, it, we've made this joke, I think, before, but, like, you, it's like you write your intent on a piece of paper. I want my podcast to be famous. And then you come on the piece of paper. I haven't done this personally, but I maybe we'll try it. And then you come on the piece of paper or you light oh, on fire oh. or you do both and you put all your intention into like having this come true and yeah, you do a, like it's doing rituals because if you think about things that can manifest, but if you put an effort into doing things well, thinking things and putting a whole ritual spin on it and making yourself completely believe it that you're going through lengths to actually like fucking come on a piece of paper that, that you wrote your intent on and then light it on fire, that people will do this shit and that they really think that it could happen, but it makes kind of makes weirdly sense because you're putting your in, a, in the atmosphere more than just saying it. You're putting a ritual behind it. Bro, this is deep, bro. We can talk about ritualistic magic sometime. It's fucked up. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, we'll end it there, but this, okay. this blew my mind, dude. <laughs> Man, this was, a, uh, this was kind of deep because we, we did touch upon a lot of things. Um, me and Juan sometimes go on topic, but sometimes we'll just say fuck it and we'll do something fun. And this was really interesting because we talked about a bunch of different shit in one episode. And, you know, like, what do you think is... Is there going to be a fucking is is maybe Donald Trump's son going to be the last president? Because if people do really like him, like they think people think, I don't know. People are like, why do they still like Trump after all this shit? But people still do for some reason. But I don't think his son's going to be last president unless his son is like nothing like him. Because yeah, we're not, I, you guys I are believe, not going to make the same mistake twice. I believe that. Maybe down the road, if he ever does, if if he ever does become president, we know this shit's real. Yeah, 
if that happens, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Like, 30 years from now, if he becomes president, we're going to go on a pod and be like, we fucking talked about this <laughs> yeah. on August 21st, years, yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> 2020. So, yeah, that's so fucked. <laughs> Who knows? If I'm still alive in 30 years. <laughs> yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, fucking uh, follow all the shit. You know where to go. We got all the links below. Uh, com. Honestly, go to the group page, Strange Group Podcast group page on Facebook because we both kind of will both post on it. And if listeners got questions, you know what I mean? You can tag us in it and stuff like that, like, or send me a fucking email. Yeah, make sure to send dick pics to strangebootpodcast at gmail.com. Don't, don't forget, though, like, if you, if you want, like, that's a fine. My <laughs> inbox is full. I mean, take one look at it because it's just pages galore. But if you want to send infected STIs to fucking Juan's email, go ahead. It's at the one on one podcast at gmail.com. I want to see the worst, like, herpes infected, like, fucking gash- gashing wounds on a fucking genitals. The two people <laughs> listening to the end be like, I mean, I guess, right? <laughs> Why not? That was Google surgery. But yeah, on Instagram <laughs> at the one on one podcast, follow me on there. And yeah, this was fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. Till next time, motherfuckers. Later.